Hello, ladies and gentlemen, again here in the bowels of our camp. And can you stand over here? I'm talking to JWP, one of our own hosts. And you've just come out of a talk given by yourself called... Um, it's about Oracle Linux. So how did that go down? Uh, it, it went pretty well. I stuttered a lot. And so it, it's... <laughs> I don't know if it was really good or not. But we had a lot of questions. And uh, there were some Red Hat people there that really like Red Hat. And... Lots of interaction, uh, lots of interaction with the Oracle hate and everything. Well, that's, I'm looking forward to seeing the talks because yeah. I'm down here and I'm not getting to see any of the talks at all, so, uh, ah, okay. but they will be available on a separate feed. Okay. I, Ken, you should really talk about this. This is a really interesting device. Yeah, you're, diver you're diverting the, the attention from yourself. So uh, what topics did you cover in the interview? Say, what did you cover in the talk? Well, uh, about... You know, is it evil? Did they break the GPL? Uh, did uh, what, what, where they're going to go in in three years? Uh, will it really matter about any kind of database in five years? Uh, things like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, we'll probably tag on the talk to the end of this episode. Oh, okay. Great. Alrighty. Hey, Enjoy the show. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm John, and uh, I'm here to kind of talk about the the Oracle Linux. Uh, you know, we've all heard of the evil thing that's come out. You know, if you listen to the podcast, it's quite evil, everything that Oracle does. But actually, uh, uh, it wasn't such an evil move if you really look at it. Why did it? Right? Um, so what is it really? It's, it's exactly like you heard on the podcast. It's just a copy of, uh, of what it had. And, uh, in the moment, uh, uh, the reason that they did it was... Uh, Oracle owns a, an 85% share of the Unix database um, environment on, uh, on proprietary Unix system, RISC, uh, AIX, uh, HPUX, uh, Sun Solaris, the, the database of choice. And it's no different on Linux uh, with Red Hat or, um, or Novell, uh, whatever they're called, Attachment now, with uh, SLED. Um, it's still 85%, so even though they went to x86 and they did a migration, uh, there was a, a guy with a Hilti bag running around here. Hilti did a, a great uh, migration. Uh, took them about three years to get the payoff from the migration from the proprietary Unix, though. And, uh, the, uh, and, and the other reason they did it was because now they bought uh, Sun. So Sun sells x86 servers, so they control the whole stack. Right, so they get the whole support money, right? And oh, by the way, because they didn't have to develop, they can give support for 50% less than that, right? But you have to buy the whole thing, for them, right? They're not later, as we talk, you'll see that uh, they don't do. Uh, if you only want part of it, that they're not really interested. Right? They want it all or nothing. Um, in the enterprise space, uh, the, especially with. Uh, with ERP and SAP and uh, to a certain extent PeopleSoft, uh, uh, they're going to beat Red Hat. Uh, for sure they're going to beat uh, uh, SLES. Um, it's, you know, they're cheaper. Um, with that unbreakable kernel on the application side, they get 60% better benchmark performance So than the standard Red Hat kernel. So it's, it's a it's not really a, 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 you know, the only thing with that is they say it's unbreakable, but when we 
benchmarked it in my workplace, it, it crashes a lot. So you have to have a bunch of them, all right, to, to uh, keep it going. Um, Oracle also brings a lot to the table that in the moment that Red Hat and, and uh, I'll just say SUSE, uh, now that I've found the right word, uh, SUSE don't have. Like they have ASM, their storage manager, they have Oracle Data Guard that goes out and protects, makes a, a copy of uh, the database over a long distance. And currently the cluster inside uh, the Red Hat is, is just not enough references. And for enterprise people, you know, if you have 500 people working uh, on your environment and you have a database of, it, it can't be down because you're paying those people, you know, whatever hourly that personnel cost is plus whatever the customers lose. So it, it can't be down at all, uh, at all, especially the, you know, their supply chain management system. It just, it just can't be. And so it's going to be, uh, um, Probably, when I talked to Red Hat, they said it probably in two or three years, this problem will go away. And uh, it, it's more or less about references. Like Hilti is their, their reference that they do use when they usually visit people in Europe. Um, where Oracle is going to have some real trouble with this is that more and more companies uh, are making strategic decisions about their technology, right? Uh, like, for instance, who their storage provider is going to be, who their outsourcing partner is going to be. Uh, they make that choice up front, right? This is, we're going to have Red Hat, right? Uh, and, or we're going to have EMC or NetApp or HP or IBM Storage. And that's what we're going to use moving forward for the next six years. Um, and when customers have made that choice, Oracle doesn't, doesn't win. They don't have the, the choice. Uh, the choice really uh, after that. But in all other cases where there's a unit and a database and a migration, Oracle is quite, uh, quite strong. Um, as an example of this mix that I was talking about, well, you sell your SAP server, and when you sell, you sell it, and you say, well, Oracle's support is 50% cheaper than Red Hat. But it's only supported. Uh, if you buy the database and the clustering software, right? Because they won't support Oracle Linux on the application server. So almost every customer that, that uh, I sold to over the last three or four years, they buy cheap a a uh, Intel or AMD boxes and scale it now. So they won't pay $500,000 for a proprietary Unix system anymore. They'll, they'll buy a bunch of little blades and do it that way or two or three really big uh, eight or eight, eight socket uh, Intel boxes and do it that way. Uh, but for sure, for sure, they're not going to give you $1.2 million for application server. That's just not going to happen. Uh, and so Oracle won't support that. So Red Hat has the chance and Novell has the chance to sell the low-hanging fruit, more or less, and get into the customer that way with that. Um, Oracle, you know, on the positive side, uh, uh, Oracle's done a lot of work with Zen. Uh, they're a virtual machine that they sell in the enterprise space. So they paid the Linux Foundation uh, some money to put the hooks back in to the kernel for, uh, for Zen. Uh, somehow, their Oracle VM, when we ran the bench test, is 
much faster than VMware, uh, much faster than almost anything else we've ever seen. Um, so it's really, really uh, tuned. And I have to add that Oracle will send people to your place and help you set up all that if you want to do that. So they're real interested in being fastest. Um, the uh, um, Uh, of course, uh, there's a there's a lot of restrictions. When I say the restrictions, so okay, they have that great benchmark, and if you buy their Linux and have their database, and have, you can use their virtualization technology. But if you want to use their database with uh, VMware or Zen, just playing from another provider, get your support from someplace else, or KVM, it's draconian what they make you go through, right? The support steps, and it's just that you can't install it, you can't do anything. Uh, it's just not supported. Um, the uh, okay, they've acted sort of evil uh, with the Linux space, and they're not interested in the desktop space at all. As they gave away the open office thing, we all heard about that. That was that was sort of poorly handled with the open office. Uh, they've been pretty hard with. Uh, Google with the Java thing and the Android. I don't know if y'all read about that. That was pretty uh, stressful. What's going to happen? You know, I have an entourage, uh, uh, an e on one side and a uh, Android tablet on the other side that runs Android. And I was quite concerned when they they did the uh, when they did the uh, uh, Java announcement. MySQL. Lots of people use that on the web now, and that's all owned by them now. So it's it's really really stressful. From, from my company, uh, they declared our HPUX non-supportable anymore, right? So all of our you know, 20,000 HPUX Oracle database customers uh, have to move now to a new, a new solution. I just arbitrarily killed that, right? And uh, you know, the, the only real space where it's been really interesting is, is that uh, with SAP, uh, most of the mid-level managers in Germany there that are doing project development there, um, learned, when they went to school, they used uh, SUSE. And so that's the development uh, environment there. And so all the Linux appliances, their business intelligence, this new HANA thing that they're doing, all of the appliance structures from there, it, it only runs on, on the Nobel product. Um, as I said before, Red Hat in the moment is really struggling with the cluster. In January, they brought out new cluster software, and it's finally a three-disc set where you put it into the server so your integrator can one, two, three, put it in with no, no trouble. Uh, but at the same time, Red Hat has a, a problem that you know, people, they'll buy uh, you know, they'll buy two or three support licenses on minimal support from them, but then they have 20 servers that run the Red Hat, uh, uh, Red Hat on it. So it's not a, you can't get a full representation of how many exactly SUSE and Novell have because it's very easy to clone these, the application server. Uh, and so if there is a problem, they call up the vendor and say, hey, well, I got this problem. And that's a, another problem is, is that if you're, a customer and you have a, a storage vendor and a server vendor and a, 
operating systems vendor and a database vendor and a guy that's doing backup software, and something goes wrong, you get a lot of this, right? And so it's quite, a, with Oracle, they say, well, we sold you the server. We sold you the database. We sold you the high availability stuff. Everything's good. We'll make it right. But if you mix it, it's quite, it's quite hard. There's a lot of finger pointing, uh, finger pointing there. So the uh, um, what uh, you know? How did uh, the market react? Right? What were the initial market reactions? Right? The, how did they do it? Right? Well, okay. So the you know the big humongous thing that is HP got scared because their whole infrastructure just got it has a five-year shelf life now. And so what happened? Uh, the uh, you know, the CEO of the company, he's from SAP, so Leo's there, and Leo called SAP, I guess, and SAP bought Sybase. And uh, Sybase uh, has a database company, they're not really exciting, I mean, uh, but uh, they have some in-memory technology that's pretty fantastic. And uh, it only runs on Linux, as far as I know, right? There won't be any Microsoft, any kind of anything else. Um, and their mobility products, uh, for the phones, it's, it has an in in phone uh, database, and I don't know if you've seen this thing yet. It's a it's a touchpad. Uh, it's a Palm OS. Well, that's that's Linux too, right? And so uh, there's going to be an interface. So if you're out selling, you're a beer salesman. Everybody drinks beer here. You're a beer salesman. He pulls up in his truck. I live in Germany. He pulls up in the truck and he comes out and he has a little pad. I buy beer, right? Comes in. Well, that that automatically goes into the ERP system now, and they know exactly what kind of beer that is on Tiefenthalstrasse is needed, and he'll only have that beer in his truck next time, not beer for everybody. And so that's what these are going to do. You always see these tablets. Well, they're really going to come, and now your doctor, well, he's going to have one of these too, right? It's all going to be. On one of those. It's not going to be, you know, this paper thing that's this thick anymore at the doctor's office because you've been going to the guy for 40 years. He's going to have one of those for you, right? And flip. Oh, maybe even you'll have a chip that runs Linux and you give it to the hospital when you go by the hospital. I've got no idea. But the, uh, so in response, SAP is going to have this in memory database technology. So in three to four years, we won't even think about it. What people will be saying is, memory's much faster. I'm running it inside the machine, and I'm running Linux, so it's not going to cost me any money. And so I, I really don't know what the the future is. It's really as clear as mud um, on this. Uh, you know, it, it, and it changes radically uh, from month to month. Uh, if you read the support notes that come from all three companies on what they support and how this is going to happen and what they're doing. It, it's, I've never seen it. It's like, almost like, you know, some kind of mutation movie. Right? Uh, all right, well, that pretty much does it for me. I've got about 11 minutes left and 11 minutes left. Uh, uh, I didn't think I'd take the whole 30 minutes. Uh, has anybody got anything? Oh, no. Bored oh, one guy. One guy. Thank God. <clears throat> So you mentioned, um, obviously, it's possible to purchase Red Hat support from Oracle. How do Oracle adequately provide support for something that they haven't really developed? 
oh, it, you know, this wonderful thing called India. All right. Okay. And uh, so the the uh, uh, Oracle has one of the biggest support structures in the world. So it, it's really easy. They they hire people. They look for that Red Hat uh, uh, certification. They hire you. You get on the phone. You go out. And that that's a real problem that Red Hat has actually. Right. Try selling Red Hat in Israel or or Saudi Arabia or uh, Kuwait. Uh, I I work in uh, EMEA, so I have all those places and. You know, that I always have to say, you know, you better call up, you know, Red Hat or Novell or whoever you're buying your stuff from, and be sure they got somebody here, you know, to co that can come out and help you. And they were like, well, don't you, as a harbor vendor, have somebody? And I'm like, it's only up to level two. So level three support comes from the, the Linux uh, uh, vendor. But it, but in terms of, um, so let's say I have a, a problem with my Oracle system, I phone up and say, okay, there's there's a bug in this particular piece of software that you ship. How does that bug make it through the Oracle system and then end up as a fix for my particular server? Do they have any developers or are they just... Yeah, they'll, they'll fix it. They'll send somebody to your place, they'll look at the problem and they'll fix it. They'll send somebody out to my place to fix the problem? <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works. For an extortionate fee, presumably. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. Well, right. I mean, once you look at that support contract, right? But how does that fix then make it back into... Every, every other customer? Nothing. So I'll yeah. end up running a bespoke version of Oracle exactly. to my system. So in other words, it won't go back into the community. Right. right. Okay. I'm working finance, so <coughs> that yeah. wouldn't really fly in my environment. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it wouldn't work. Uh, it, it, I mean, it might make it back into the Oracle tree. Yeah. Right. But if they're, as far as them giving it back, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, I mean, maybe they're doing patches. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Sure. Really, really. But it's interesting. Because yeah. I, I, I spoke to Oracle shortly after I was released, and there, there was no real roadmap or any, any communication between them and Red Hat and stuff. So, you know, I, I can just, uh, so would you say that Oracle and Red Hat have diverged and are going to continue diverging until? Well, they're talking about a fork, uh, a fork of the, you know, that they were going to have their own fork, but then, you know, I read the note from SAP that Oracle's going to have a 6.0 clone coming out, you know, in, in two or three weeks. So they might even beat Red Hat to certification of the, of the clone. Right, uh, and so it's it's uh, it's uh, you know, and of course, with the certification inside the ERP space, uh, Oracle controls that because they have the database. So it's uh, it's quite a, it's quite a interesting. Anybody got anything else? Yeah, with the patching thing, it, the it's interesting actually because I'm sorry, sir. With the patching issue. Yeah. This guy this one because. I think people like him are working fine. And when Oracle came in to us, we had Oracle, Red Hat, and some other monkey coming in to try and we were looking at how much stuff would cost. We got Red Hat everywhere. We got thousands of And Oracle seemed to think that this whole like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a problem with that, we'll just come in and patch it. Or whatever. They think they seem to think that's a brilliant one. And we were like, bye. Best thing you. Because I'm not interested in that. Yeah. It's like it sounds good. You come in and say, oh yeah, we can patch that, fix a few in my bit of the SLA, say it's 40 hours, you know, 72 hours, whatever. But um, we're like, yeah, yeah, but we need, we need this stuff to be globally consistent. We don't want to have to have a golden tree in our, effectively in our bank, which is enough to be out globally. There's no way on God's earth we're doing that. You need to do something about that. But the way you're talking about doing it, that's, there's no way that can be achieved unless you have a, a golden tree for bank XYZ, which... And they took it kind of on board, like, oh yeah, we could do that, blah, 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 blah. 
that's the only way this will work. Like we, we don't, from a bank point of view, we don't really care at all. Uh, if it goes back to the community, that's our trouble, but it's true. But we do care is that the, the bank itself around the world has the same. Right. I saw a hand. Um, yeah, so um, you mentioned undercutting Red Hat by 50% in, in typical deal. Full disclosure, I should mention I work for Red Hat. Um, one of the things that Red Hat's executives have constantly said to the market um, is that they've taken an industry um, worth $10 billion and reduced it to one worth this year, $1 million. That's the way that they deliver value to CTOs by lowering the costs of producing and supporting the operating system. So one of the things I really wonder with Oracle is, as far as a long-term plan goes, if the aim is to undercut, how, how is that then sustainable? You, know, you, you can reduce, and we all in this room probably understand that open source can do more with less by engaging the power of the community, but there's, there's a limit on that. Um, it seems that currently Oracle is in a position to subsidise the Linux division from the database division, and that's something we hear from the field, buy the database, have the OS for free. How is that long-term sustainable, and where does it leave the community in 10 years, 15 years' time? Um, what's to stop a vendor in a position to do that, owning the market, and then increasing prices on everybody once they've, they've achieved that, that dominant position. Um, well, I mean, the profit on the database is 90%, right? And they've, they've had the technology for years and years, and so it's a big cash thing, right? And so they bring you in, they don't want to talk to anybody. So Red Hat, for instance, they don't want to talk to you. And so they take your free stuff, and they say, I've got the whole stack from the hardware, from the hardware, you know, all the way up, right? And if if I'm doing it at cost, that's a fantastic thing for me, right? I'll I'll break even on, right? And if I'm causing you grief because of it, that's even better. And if I and if I piss everyone in the world off doing it, that's even better, right? Because uh, uh, I mean, uh, I mean if. Uh, I mean, the only more people more arrogant, more arrogant when you talk to them than an Oracle sales rep is a guy from IBM that's pushing Power Seven, right? So you know, if you get the, and if you get those two in the same room, my God! Right? But the uh, 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 it's it's a it really only works if they buy the whole thing, right? If they don't buy the whole thing, I mean, if they don't buy it, the whole stack, they don't say, okay, I'm gonna have the Oracle database, you know. Then, then it doesn't. Then, then Oracle won't care. They're not going to sell Linux. Uh, they don't care what you run your Apache on. Well, you say that, but when we were having these discussions with our system, none of them are at all. Period. So they were using their um, breakable thing as a gateway, as a mechanism getting into the bank. So if we if they say go and support Red Hat, which is what they were proposing at the time, um, they didn't gain anything out of it up front because we bought all the Oracle, we bought all the Cybers, we kept that, we bought all the Red Hats, and we had we're in a position where everything was basically a, you know we have everything we need, so they had zero sum gains for them up front. Right. 
would still be sensible in the same way that logical sense that they would for the support yeah. yeah, and further down as well. So when you have to find more rough dates or a quick get later, you know, get that revenue to well, the road. But it's it seemed a bit odd. It's a it's a it's also a buy-in, right? Um, it's also a buy-in. Uh, you know, if you buy their 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 uh, their their red hat, you're also probably going to buy their hypervisor product. Right? And then you're taking the money from VMware. Uh, and I mean, I know Zen is a great thing, but, or not Zen, KVM is a fantastic thing. Great benchmark. Uh, fantastic, Cisco did a fantastic benchmark with them the other day. Uh, but the, uh, uh, you know, if you can take anything, if you could take 10% from VMware, it's, you know, it, it's worth the effort. Uh, you know, and that's, you know, it's, it's the complete picture. Uh, I mean, they, they took Mark Hurd away from us, and he's, he's definitely had several magazine articles that said he wanted it all. Well, now Oracle wants it all, too. You know? I just wish they were interested in the des desktop. If they were interested in the desktop, think about how great that could be. I mean, they could buy Canonical. I mean, I, I, we actually said that you know, we had coffee today and said they should buy Red. Isn't Zen owned by Citrix, though? Or Oracle bought that as well recently. Missed it. Yeah, yeah, the packaging, the well, it's a derivative. Correct me if I'm wrong. Of the L5 Red Hat Zen. Right. Right. So it's a downstream of a downstream. Yeah. So, they, they, but they paid. They went to the Linux Foundation and gave uh, the Linux kernel people to pay. They paid. But it's not your product. Yeah. You're using someone else's. Yeah, they're using yeah. an open source product. Zen is so open source, and they have their own management tools. So the management suite is their own. And so if there's problems with that, do you back it back up to Citrix as well? No, no. So you have basically your own fork of that as well. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm missed the earlier part of your talk. Perhaps this will cover. But how significant was the uh, announcement by Red Hat that they were going to be? They weren't going to be um, packaging up the kernel. The, the, their kind of patches. So it's that announcement. I may have got the terminology in wrong. Return, uh, in return, uh, Oracle said that they weren't going to certify Red Hat 6.0 with FDP. Is that a healthy yeah. ecosystem for customers? It, one of the other things we hear at Red Hat is we don't want vendor locking, we don't want homogenous systems. Yeah, I've got it's it. Tough. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I, I, I know. I hope I wasn't uh, too boring. Thank you very much. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.